I'm a card-carrying misfit, and I'm here for the other misfits in the room, because I'm never the only one. Hey! What up? Welcome to another episode of Bad Chick Misfit, the podcast. I am Shatar Shade. I am Jillville. I'm sorry what up, if mate? I don't... I'm sorry if I don't sound like my energetic self, because I am exhausted. You was on the tour, my nigga. Which, where you, where you been at? Out here rapping and trapping, bro. This is just what I do. Just hey. out here rapping. Get out of here. And trapping. Now I was out of town, nigga. I went to St. Lucia for Dana's 30th birthday. Go, Dana. Go, hey, Dana. you old. Go, Go Dana. Dana. <laughs> You's old, bitch, now. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Finally, nigga. We was waiting on her like, bro, when you right. gonna turn 30? Who is still doing the 20s, bro? Um, That's all last week. Yeah, I just got the shower and I'm rubbing on my ladybug apothecary. And this motherfucking whip body butter, I think Jesus might have made it. I just I put it out there. Jesus was a willing participant in the making of this body butter. And this shit smell good. It got yeah. all shit in it. Wait a minute, hold on. I'm saying it got some shea butter, cocoa butter, um, coconut oil, almond oil. Is it Joba? Joba? Jojoba? Jojoba oil? And some type of fragrance, whatever the fragrance is, it might be the fragrance of the Holy Spirit because it smells good. Yeah. So, um. Jesus do be smelling good, though. Don't ask me how I know. The, you guys, I was sitting here like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? How do you, how you getting that close to Jesus if you ain't dead? What is going on? Okay. Um, welcome, y'all. Episode 15. Y'all. 15. Yeah, we a whole teenage out here. Keep coming back and listening to us for whatever reason. It says a lot about you guys. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, hey, for real though, like on a real appreciative tip, I know we always say this, but wholeheartedly, like we getting more and more DMs from y'all and saying that y'all love us and y'all care about us and y'all enjoying what we do. And that really, really goes deep for us. And um, super, super appreciative of all the love yes. and all the support. Y'all the shit. Your mama raised you right. Yeah. Because you're listening to us, so you're doing something right with your life. So before we get started, last week when we recorded um, the last episode of Sophisticated Ratchet, during that show, well, after the show, we learned that Nipsey Hussle passed away. And yes. I just wanted to extend our condolences, condolences, damn, I can't talk, to Lauren London. And, bruh, it was just fucked up. I watched yeah. their... Um, GQ questions game and to see the love that they have for each other. You know how some people you could just look at and see their connection. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I saw their connection and it's just like, I put myself in her shoes and it's just like, imagine waking up um, in that day you lose the person who you thought would be your forever. Yeah, man. Like you, and they have a life together. You know what I mean? Like you wake up like they're, you're a part of y'all are a part of each other's routine. You know what I mean? And that that's what kind of strikes me. Like, I was thinking about, you know, how Diddy lost uh, Kim Porter mm. and how you just, he just always thought she was going to be there. And people are in his comments like, oh, well, you didn't marry her when you had the chance. And somebody made like a really ignorant comment on a post about Lauren London. Like, well, they weren't married and blah, 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 blah. So what? Like, you can tell the love between these people. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I know like we're in a, I'm a Christian. Yeah. So I believe in 
a certain type of life, but for them, they believed in love and that's what is important, you know? And that's what you, like you said, you saw the love between them. Forget all the legalities of it, the them doing it whatever type of way they supposed to. That man loved that woman. I don't even want to like dwell on that part of it. Because the thing is, it doesn't matter how other people feel. You know what you have between that. Person. Exactly. And I just hate sometimes how the world, people let the world even. That doesn't matter. I seen the love that they had. It was a genuine love. And it's not many genuine loves that we can literally point out and be like, that's genuine love. That's not that's love because people are so big on just how they complain about her not being married, them not being legally married. Bitch, it's people that are legally married and don't have that type of genuine love for each other. So that's Monica just divorced her husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, she and just see, that's the thing. Divorce. I don't know if they even genuinely loved it. End of the day, R.I.P. Nipsey. I feel horrible for Lauren London. I feel horrible shit said Diddy. Like I just, that constant heartbreak, that constant reminder, I feel like that's something that could take ages to get over. And I'm sorry. I pray for her um, strength. And um, And I pray for the babies. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, to hopefully be able to continue on for her little people. But um, I just pray for strength because I don't know if that pain ever go away. So, um, on a lighter question. note, what? One question. <laughs> so, like, Kodak Black. Fuck Like, he him, made, bruh. bruh, like, there's never been any country for him in my world, but I feel like he, I feel like what he said was so disrespectful, but I have a problem with the I have a problem with the disrespect because I feel like he's he's just like any other nigga in the world. He just said it out loud. Whoa, you think that? I really, really feel like he is just like, but I low-key, I feel like he's a garbage bag kind of person anyway. But I feel like what, that it kind of made me think about like, what man would be what, what how how does she move on like not trying to make her be romantically involved with anybody else but i think about like that's the love of her life do you get that kind of love again like how do you even begin to want somebody else okay so i don't think you can get that okay so any i think every love is unique i don't think you can ever replicate a love because what you have with that person mm-hmm. is what you have with that person. However, I do think you are able to love again. So I definitely, because if if you really believe in what it is to be a Christian and God is love, love is continuous, is infinite, mm-hmm. is boundless, all of those things. So I think she would definitely be able to love someone else or love again. However, she will never love anyone the way that she loved Nipsey because no one could ever be Lipsy, Nipsey and no one could ever make her I like that name. The, um, the Lauren that she, that Nipsey brought out of her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it it's like me trying to replicate my number one. He was one of my favorite, most fun loves, but that's not the love that I need now as a 32 year old, you know, like that's why I always say mm-hmm. it's about lifelines and you go through different things in life. Um, and who's to say, she might be able to love somebody as deep, but she it it can't be replicated because it's not Lauren and it's not 
Nipsey together. And now Lauren is a completely right. different person after this experience. So, um, yeah, I think she could love again. She just won't love like that because it won't be another Nipsey. Mm-hmm. That's just I just needed your opinion on that because I, I thought about that. Like, I was like, oh, he's a trash bag, but he's been a trash bag. But I'm just like, what type of person, like, yeah. would even step up to try to even want to, you know, like. I feel like I don't think everybody is thinking that, but I do feel like with him being bold enough to say that, I think that comes from the boundlessness of fame, how people that are famous and have a lot of followers and a lot of people and that much money that creates a monster. And that makes you Mm -hmm. think that you don't have any, um, what is it? Um, no consequences. Like no consequences for your actions. So I think that was part of it. People said it was because he was young and it's a better. It was very disrespectful. But um, it's like when J. Cole said in that song, like he wished Kodak Black had better mentors, not justifying his actions at all, but obviously something's wrong with him. Have you seen his teeth and his hair? If he don't give a fuck about himself, he damn sure don't give a fuck about but other them people. Them ain't Bantu knots, nigga. So... Yeah, no, I think it was highly inappropriate, very disrespectful, and I'm happy T.I. said something to him, and I'm happy, like, people stepped up and was like, bro, you tripping. So, no, I I had no love for him. None. None. But on a lighter note, what was you about to say? I don't know. You interrupted me, motherfucker. No, I'm joking. You you know what Um, you was going to (laughs) say. So, of course, with me being out of town, I ain't going to even hold y'all, bro. We have a show prepared somewhat, but we just finna kind of wing this shit because I'm tired. So, so when she told me about her trip, dog, and y'all are the dogs, um, I was very like y'all gotta y'all gotta hear this shit because it brings up so many. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna tell y'all later, but right now I do have an icebreaker f- because I wasn't gonna do a game. Fuck. But you love them so much. God I was like, it. let me go ahead and do a game. But this was not as crazy. But knowing you, depending on what you say, who the fuck knows Niggas, how it's going to th- go. You, This your fault because you be asking me questions and I just be having to answer. So <laughs> I make you say the stuff that yep. you say? No, not at all. I just let you be free and be who you are. And... Let the misfits know that you are the bad one and I'm the Ooh, angel. That's all I'm trying to do. The lies. That's what you, all I'm trying to do. What was you smoking out of town? <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. Not a damn thing. So let me get in to the first one. We're just going to do a couple of um, getting to know each misfit because this is episode 15. So we dive in deeper and our relationship has lasted 15 weeks and we love y'all. And y'all love us. Mm-hmm. So... First question, biggest lie you heard about yourself? Um, <laughs> okay. Can you fucking say it, bro? Because you just tickled yourself. <laughs> the biggest lie that I heard was that I was having an orgy with my best friend and her boyfriend in college. And his roommate. So before we dissect Jules, <laughs> I want y'all to know my biggest lie was um, that I'm a bitch because I have resting bitch face real bad. But Jill takes it there. 
I'm just putting it out there, y'all. Like it's it's I just put the question out there and she just take it to another level. That's all you that asked. I'm that's all that I'm saying. And it tickled you. Like that's the thing. Like she knew it's so fucking false. Like and I'ma tell y'all what real like how it kind of formulated. And it was my own fault because I was I was sneak fucking somebody. But go ahead. I have nothing to say after sneak fuck. You mean go ahead. Like, I have. No, you go ahead. Obviously, you need to elaborate on the sneak fuck. <laughs> okay, so I was like, sneak fucking this dude or whatever. And I was like, going to his dorm, like, hella late at night. Why so, was like, your girl that sneak fucking? Like, why? Because is- I was like, because I didn't want nobody to know, like, I was talking to nobody on campus. Like, that was my thing. Like, I was single on campus, so. Um, it sounds like it's okay. Like you could be single and sneak and still fuck somebody. Like people are currently. I don't doing know. Simo was a different place. I don't know. So, um, back to your sneak fucking. I was sneak fucking this dude, and so he was like, um, I was going. He lived like in another dorm, like far from the campus. Hmm. But just so happened that night. I was going to his room because this was like a regular thing. Like my roommate, she had a boyfriend, but he lived off campus. So I was like, never like I didn't have like we could have been in my room, but we we took turns or whatever. And so we went to his dorm. I went to his dorm and just so happened I had my book bag and I was (laughs) coming like I was finna get on the shuttle. And so all the black people like some like some sorority or fraternity had crossed that night mm-hmm. so all the black people were out so when i got downstairs all the black people was down there. i'm like what the fuck is going on why are all these niggas down here mm-hmm. and so like i tried to like go back upstairs and like wait a minute but that didn't work so people was like hey what's up like everybody seeing me and i'm like hey and did you, you know, have like sneak fuck guilt written all over you <laughs> bruh like people probably could tell like I was on some bullshit and so and the thing was I didn't know this until I tripped off of it later but I said that I was going to my car Mm. which was on like this lot called the pig lot that's where everybody park at like the big parking lot Mm. I said I was going to the pig lot but the shuttle I got on was the shuttle like the the campus shuttle so that shuttle only like took you to other dorms around the campus. It didn't take you to the pig lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't trip off of this till later. So I'm like, motherfuckers knew I was lying. But the thing was, I was like, um, this guy that I was cool with, he was he actually walked up to me. He's like, Man, where are you going this late? I'm like, Why are you in my business? And so you like, were a defensive sneak fucker. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, why are you asking me questions? Like da 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 da. And he was like, man, I'm just trying to see what you was on. Like, we all finna go. I'm just trying to, to see if you was out here sneak fucking. Uh, well, no. Nah. <laughs> so he was like, I was just trying to see if you was going to the part to the what you call a party or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to that shit. Da, 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 you know. I'm out here so trying to get sneak fuck. Right. So I hurry up, ran on the shuttle. But I had t- before I told him, I was like, nah, man, I'm going over a uh, I'm going with no nah, shit. I didn't say the name. Well, anybody that know me know like that's what, that's it. who it is. I'll bleep it. But, but go ahead. But 
No, so, but basically she was like, it was a fucking lie. I wasn't going over there. Mm-hmm. So later on that like next week, he was like, you wasn't going over there because you got on the blue shuttle, whatever shuttle it was. And I told him, I was like, I wasn't going over there. But people had saw me leaving. So I guess like when I left, he people was like, where'd you go? And he just said it because me and her were thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't nothing abnormal about me going anywhere with her. Gotcha. But from there, it escalated to a whole orgy. I be going over there and fucking him and his roommate and her. So, yeah. Well, no judgment. <laughs> if you are her sneak fucking your best friend and her ex, whatever. No judgment. You know, sneak fucker. Well, so. Because how do we know thing, you're though. not lying to us? You're a sneak fucker. We can't trust you. Well, I ain't sneak fucker now. I'm openly fucking now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the thing is, the guy that I was sneak fucking, he gave me my first orgasm. And when I tell y'all. Oh Jesus, he's my Facebook friend. Sometimes I be thinking about sneak fuck. Maybe I for oh no, openly fucking because oh, okay. I'm grown now. So okay, well, my bad. We'll get you another turn, bro. He ain't married, is he? No, we'll get you another turn. Shit, that's been a little problematic for me lately. But one more time, just one more, one more time. <laughs> um, okay, so that was Jill's. Yeah. So mine's is just I have resting bitch face and people think I'm mean. That's it. That's all I got for you. No sneak fucking story. Um, my fave. What? Who is your favorite person in the world and why? Oh, my little baby. He makes me have like he is worrisome as fuck, and I be really like, who shit. He really irks my nerves. But yeah, that's my little favorite person. Like instantly second. Second and third runner up on my niece and nephew. Like, and Shatar can tell y'all, they've been on my last motherfucking nerves. They're getting older and they kind of like becoming like real people. You know, they're getting personalities and shit, and I just don't be having time for it. But they, kids have such an innocence about them. Um, and now that I think about it, the next person after them is probably... Okay, no, no, no. No, that's it. Like, no, because the guy that gave me that orgasm, he got to be on the list. I just thought about it. Okay. I didn't think you were... Okay. You know what? So, my favorite person in the world... I really cannot believe she went there. After <laughs> your... You didn't name Papa. You didn't name Nan. You really went to the person that... Anyway. So, my favorite person in the world yeah. is my freaking mother obviously because jill has other things on her mind right now um is my mother i think she is one of the most supportive people ever and she is flipping hilarious she inspires me to be great and that's my nigga so that's mine not a fucking person who gave me an orgasm um should have been was it (laughs) (laughs) hey now that I think about it. Hey, I'm telling you. I ain't going to even hold you. Uh, Circle was the first person to lick my ass, and I still think I love him. So I ain't going to even hold you. So that's how I feel about it. Anyway, so what's a something? How did it take this turn, y'all? This was supposed to be like an innocent game of getting Really? I didn't know. Thing. I thought it was. No, you knew, but you just were going to be you. <laughs> so, yeah, we know. Jill, thanks a lot. Um, hopefully this is better. 
Um, what's something people would never guess about you? I fucking love, 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 love cooking. I love what? it. Nigga, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I do. I love it. And like, I never. How the fuck you go to cooking and you over here talking about, or I love, love, love cooking. I do. Get your Martha Stewart <laughs> BDSM ass on some fucking way. Hey, so I bought a deep fryer today, right? No, boo your answer. Pick another one. That was what? whack. I love cooking. Boo! Boo! Fuck cooking. Boo! <laughs> I do. That's, that's, I like it. I'm like, this nigga saying she like cooking. Get the so fuck out of here. I, so anyway, I can't like cooking. Don't nobody want to hear your story, bro. You can't follow up after no sneak fucking with no damn. I like cooking. Well, so if we, if the get that way, no. one thing people don't know about me. Okay. Boom. So <laughs> check it. I, I just, uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. No, I'm fucking with you. Cooking is fine. Cooking is okay. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> She's like, no, you, right. oh, you want me to come with some real you shit? You go off the no, dome, nigga? Just, just totally I don't know. You know, off the top, I got some a hot sixteen right now. Um, no, but I guess something that people would never guess about me is um, I am like a comic book Marvel X Men yeah. nerd, and um, I want to <laughs> bitch. I actually do agree. You so be like, no, friend, you just kind of like like everybody else. But okay, all right. Can we go to comic? But I love that shit. I'm I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to go um, in Houston May 20th with Nerd Bay. He's going to fly down there and I'm going to go with him. And we're supposed to dress up as um, Mortal Kombat. I'm dressing up as some nasty soccer say my name. Ooh, I can't wait. Finish him is what I'm trying to do. So I'm supposed to be going, but we'll see. Next up, um, favorite song. No, you already know. World. Do you know yours? Or you need to think about it. Oh, well, Wayne we Wonder. Um... Turn me up, turn me up. No way. Got somebody. What's Wayne She's Wonder? What a beauty. Very special. Really interesting. Don't they say that in that song? Take good care. No, they don't. I, I know what song you're talking I'm about. Sure but that. I love like. What song am I talking about? Turn me on, turn me on, let me hold you, girl. Arrest my body. Oh, that's two different songs. Me Man, I got the same beat line. Yeah, I mean it's all Bro, the same family. Same yeah, I was like same thing. Fuck it, same thing, same thing. My bad. Um, mine is Duke Ellington in a sentimental mood. Y'all see, y'all know we best friends, and you see how completely fucking opposite we are. Like, right. <laughs> we're fucking night and day like i'm like peaceful like mellow out like a instant relax be cool in a sentimental mood my nigga like she gyrating to uh turn me up turn me on that's what or whatever the fuck that's the not the song oh what's the song my bad <laughs> no letting go jeez louise um, no letting go no holding but i do have a whole like Neo Soul playlist. That's my shit. Like I be needing. Well, that. Duke like, Ellington is classic jazz, but if you want to go with Neo Soul, you go for that, bro. I can't do jazz because it makes me go to sleep. But I do love Nancy Wilson. So if you turn her on, I'm definitely game. R.I.P. Right. Next up, 
Um, three things or three, I think, pieces of advice that you would give um, to improve, give advice to give to somebody to improve their life. Um, number one, hold yourself accountable at all times. Um, three. got one mm. hold yourself accountable put yourself first Think about it. no matter what okay okay number three enjoy every fucking moment every fucking moment i was gonna cry because that's like real shit like enjoy every moment of your life like take them L's, turn it into lessons. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Mind one thing I live by is um it's your job to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Not anybody else's. It's literally your job to make you happy. Um live, love, and be free. That's always one of my things and um always love so deep that you make the ocean jealous Mm -hmm. don't hold back because with every love with every experience when you give your all and you completely dive into it um you're able to experience unnatural satisfying gratifying things so those are mine yes Next, what is the first thing you notice about a person? <laughs> it's going to be some fuck <laughs> shit, bro. I already know what the big one is going to be some fuck shit. Do they have all their teeth? So that was Jill's. She wants you guys to know, do you, she noticed if you have all your teeth. And I said how they treat other people. That's the first thing that I noticed, but. Obviously, teeth is more important. So Yeah. Because <laughs> if they don't treat themselves good enough to keep all their teeth in their mouth, okay. they lost already. Yep. She just took it there. Okay. Well, all right. Asshole. Hey. Um, Batchicks of the Week obviously goes to Dana and Pam. They just recently celebrated hey. their birthdays. They're two good friends of ours. So, happy birthday, Dana, and happy birthday, Pamela. So happy birthday! We call her fine ass Pam. <laughs> is always um, what we call her because she be signing all the time, like all the time. Pam be ready, like legit ready. But yeah, so those are bad chicks of the week. So you got your with the shits? Anything you with the shits? Clearly, I just been good? with the shits this whole time. Uh. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I wanted to give you opportunity to express anything else that was on your mind because you were with the tomfoolery today. <laughs> I'm just oh, happy my nigga back. Like we out here. Real nigga home. Real nigga home. Okay, so let's get into talking about the trip. First off, we booked it with Passionate Travel. Um, that's Dev's company. Hold on, let me get the Instagram handle because if you book an international trips or you just lazy like I am, I would say get with a travel agent. The thing is, she's booked 
multiple trips for me now. And she booked our birthday and she was able to get us like an exclusive home for a great price because, you know, she knows where to look mm-hmm. and all of that shit like that. So a great travel company would be Passion 8 um, Travels. Now it's Passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, the number eight travels, T-R-A-B-E-L-E-S. So her site is www.passionatetravel.com. So hit up Dev. She got you. She book events. Um, she's done a Grammy. She's booked our personal trips. She's done my family trip. She just did this trip. She is absolutely uh, amazing. So follow her on Instagram. Hook up with her. She got you, bro. And it's another reason I tell people to get travel agents because a lot of times people say they get sick of people dropping out and people not having any money or say you booked a trip on your credit card and the motherfucker decide they're not going at the last minute and now you just had to take a loss and now friendship's fucked up. If you get with a travel agent like Dev or Passionate Travel, you could legit put them on a payment plan and do a payment plan so you have time to book your own shit so you're not out of money and your friendship ain't over because a motherfucker didn't play you on that credit Damn. card. Now, to the trip. We decided to go to St. Lucia. St. Lucia is currently under British rule. So it's not, you need a passport to get in. It ain't like St. Thomas or Puerto Rico where it's the United States territory. It's legit under British rule. However, it's a developed country, but it's not. Like, it's one of those countries that you go to and they live in shacks and shit. And we like we was like driving past, like going to the hotel, and it was like a pig outside. And I was like, damn, like I'm talking to the driver. And I was like, it's a pig just out here on the side of the road. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I know. And he was like, did it have a rope on it? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay, that's cool. He said they only get in trouble if they ain't got no rope. So it was on like it. a pig. And I was like, oh, no, it's just like out there. Just I mean, if shit get real, you can eat it. Like it was like chickens out there. It was like a random horse, just like mm-hmm. chilling. So looking at me while I'm looking at them. So um, first off, it's like an hour and a half to get from the airport. So that pissed me off because the longer you already take a four hour flight from Atlanta, but then you have to sit for another hour and a half before you get to resort. So that pissed me off because that cuts into your travel time. So when you think about it, coming from where I'm coming, it's a two hour flight to Atlanta. From two hour flight to Atlanta, I went and took a four hour flight to St. Lucia. So that's already <laughs> six hours, not including me waking up two hours early, not to mention the layover and didn't have to take another hour and a half to a resort. You looking at damn near 10 hours of travel. So that's already some bullshit. Next, um, we get to the hotel. And what I noticed early on from the airport is the aggressiveness of the men. Street harassment on a thousand. Like straight motherfucker on a million. Like it was very, like I was getting off the plane, right? And as I'm getting off the plane, it's like an old lady in front of me. You know how people come up and kind of help the elderly get down the steps? Because since it's not a big airport, it's one of those that you got to literally go down the steps with. And we're going down the steps because it ain't no little dock to take you up. You're going down the steps. And the man damn near pushed the old lady out of the way to help me down. Move and he's on, like, bitch. how are you beautiful? Are you wonderful? Are you... Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking this is like a one-time thing. Now, at the same time that he's helping me, by the time I make it to customs, I notice how the women are treating me. And it's kind of like, they not here for American women. So I'm thinking like, maybe it's just like me. You know, I'm like, maybe I got shit on my face. Something wrong, because obviously these bitches are not feeling me right now. Well, I get out there and I'm with three other American girls. Two from Brooklyn and one from D.C. So we getting ready to go to the shuttle. 
and it's like I walk up to the desk because I have a reservation for my um, travel. And I go up and I, as I'm walking up, she kind of giving me the look up and down and shit. So then I tell her like I have a reservation and then she kind of went to like, oh, OK. And like smile. But it was like a force smile situation. And I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I do to these people? Like, I don't know. Anything. Yeah. Like, what, what's up? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, America didn't bomb this motherfucking. We should be like, what the fuck is really going on? So we go um, to the hotel and we do a couple of excursions. Now, granted, if you look at my Instagram, Chitara underscore Shoday, St. Lucia is absolutely beautiful. I, I would definitely give it that. It was just hard because as Americans, we're used to being catered to. And it's a predominantly black country. And I'm not saying black people don't cater to people, but it's predominantly black. But I kind of felt like they treated black Americans completely different than they was treating everybody else. And it hurt my feelings because it was like, you go to a place that's predominantly black and it ain't Mexico with a lot of Mexicans and it ain't Puerto Rico with a lot of Puerto Ricans and it ain't super colonized like St. Thomas to where it's mixed. But to see all of these black people and for them to feel some type of way, especially the women towards you, it was fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally was like taking a poll. And I remember getting there at the day and like, are the girls being mean to you? And she's like, bitch, yes. She was like, I didn't know what was going on. She was like, I thought it was just me. So I see the other ladies the next, the, the end of the night as well. And they were also saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is the problem? And it's like, I wanted to take time and kind of like shake them like, bitch, I'm black just like you black. Like, right. Like, I, I don't have what, anything against you. So what's the hold up with me? Yeah. And it, it was like, I remember, and Dana was like, do you think, Dana was like, just think about this. Because they were chocolate. But I'm talking like chocolate, beautiful women. Like, curves, sick, crazy, like, natural hair, like, got the coils kinked perfectly. Like, bitch, you too straight. Y'all shit every day. So, it was just weird to me how they were looking at us kind of like we had shit on our face. Well, my and my question is, do you think that they felt like, one, you're a privileged bitch? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got it. Like you said, this isn't a developed country. So they yeah. so they tend to look at American women as we're obnoxious, you know, and not to even go so far as to say reality tv i don't know what their access to it is but do they feel like oh well they're they're catty or you know it's like a lot of the images that we have aren't that great you know we're over sexualized we just don't have that that great of a reputation but for you to come in i feel like they should be treating you how you treat them and i know you i know dana I know y'all not coming in. Because I trash. literally was like, I literally was like, I'm going to try to spark up a conversation and be nicer. And she was like, nah, I'm bro. Good. Like, what do you need type of, yeah. And it was like, okay, like this shit. Um, part of me, I feel like over-sexualized doesn't really count for this. For the simple fact that it's still in the Bahamas area. Mm-hmm. And to see them dance, they're very sexual dancers. Yeah. So I don't think, our American over, you know, sexuality had anything to do with it, but I can't understand the point of privilege because you are legit 
one of the ladies who did the tour with us had like some ran down like sandals, you know, and they walked it. <laughs> Danny was like, Dang, it ain't really no big people here. And I'm like, bitch, if you had to walk these mountains or these hills Man. in this jungle, you would be in shape every day too. You ain't got no reason but, to be out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> at all bro I was like seeing him walk on I was like bitch I would die like I'm jumping off the cliff because who's doing all of this walking but um I can see them as looking at us as privileged but it also goes to don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. you know like we have our own experiences that we have in America to where all of us kind of shared the same experiences with being black in the world like whether it's in America or whether it's in St. Lucia because during one of the tours, the guy broke down how five families own St. Lucia and they're all white French. Mm. And it was like, you you have the same similar oppression or some form of oppression just like we do. And it's just like, I hate when we create those differences among us. It's even like I saw people on the internet the other day arguing about American black descendants of slaves compared to... um like Americans who are over here who are like a second generation African or coming from Haiti or mm-hmm. coming from different places. And it was like, Hey, we all, don't we all got some issues going? Yeah. <laughs> like, can we all just get along type situation? But, um, it was fucked up. And I just was like, damn, can we be homies? Like I, I literally was try I tried with multiple people and they just weren't like, it was obvious that they weren't feeling us. It wasn't like a, I don't know you situation. It was more of like, I'm not fucking with you situation. Now, one thing I can say, the beauty of the situation is us and the girls from New York and the girls from DC clicked up as American women. And it was like, Hey, I'm with you. If you with me, like if we have any problems, like we here together because we, all we had is mm-hmm. each other. And I was proud of us for having that moment and being able to do that and be like, bitch, I'm on your, you good? I'm good. Yeah. You know, we walking around the resort like, you good? I'm good. All right. You got, what's up? You cool? I'm with you if you need me, bro. So I thought that that was dope that we was able to come together. It was unfortunate that we had to bond because of that, but we had each other's back. So to the men, it was like something I've never like I never felt uncomfortable around men because y'all know I got Hulk hands and I be I beat a bit a nigga ass if yeah, I have we, to. We know Big Shaco. So <laughs> I don't really be scared, but it was like they were so many of them more aggressive. Cause you know you go to some islands, some of them be great, but it'd be a couple of them that feel like they could say little shit. No, these motherfuckers was like grabbing our arms, like they whispering in your ear on one side, they whispering on the other side, they trying to get close to you. And it was a uncomfortable situation to the point to where they had a block party and it's like, you wanted to go, but it was like, at this point, all five of us at this point, cause you know, the other three girls from New York, DC mm-hmm. was kind of like, damn, they can overpower all five of us. Yeah. And it was an uncomfortable feeling because they were so aggressive. And I'm talking about, a- I ain't saying aggressive with like swimsuits on, they aggressive and we fully clothed. That's you know, so it ain't life. like they looking at titties and they like, damn, what's good? No, like we got on clothes and they still like, what's good? I take all of that out. I'm looking from the Rudy to the Tuna type situation. And they'll do that shit right on the beach. Okay, not that all I've right. had that experience. No, no, no. Like <laughs> sneaky, sneaky sex person. What is it? Sneak, sneak sex, sneak fuck, sneak fuck. All right, sneak fuck. But that's the thing, though. Know, like. I just imagine how many women like 
be going for that shit though. That's why they get that shit off. Cause it be hella women because going down there. Bruh. This is what I thought it was. So I watched this episode of Vice. Yeah, I love Vice. I love Vice News. It's one of my favorite things. So they were saying with Vice and the Ivory Coast, they have um Europeans, European white women that go over and pay these Africans on the Ivory Coast to sleep with them. So that's what I thought it was. Because they, they go play for they go pay for the big black cop. So that's what I thought was going on. And I was like, oh, they out here paying, you know, St. Lucius with that D. And it's for the white women. But when they were like ignoring the white women and coming on us, I was like, I don't want no big back cop, you know, from St. Lucia. I don't want no problems, you know? But it was just, they was aggressive. Like, I was like, all right. Word to the wise. Don't ever search BBC on uh, trying to, when you're trying to look for the British channel, don't ever search BBC on Google, by the by. Because you're going to get that. That big black yes. cop, they're gonna have it for you. See, that's like um, how it is. Like to me, and I keep going back to the point of them not being colonized. Well, they're colonized by you said what the French, like the. I think their own. They said they went back and forth fourteen times between the French okay. and the British. The French and the British was just down there fighting over that motherfucking island. So they was like gang banging, out here thugging it out. So. I keep going back to this because that's how it was in slavery. Like white women sneak, sneak fucking. They, I guess they are the originators of sneak fucking, but they will oh sneak God, fucking. These. <laughs> so that's your excuse. That's where you got yeah. it from. These white bitches told me how to sneak I'm fuck. Just, no, I'm just, you, going, you know, I'm just going, I'm just going with what has already been indoctrined in our culture. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> you just don't want history to repeats yourself, itself all the time. Drops mic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a historian. Okay. <laughs> but please don't. Please don't. Please but don't. no, I just feel like that's kind of that's on brand. Like people sneaking over to these islands. Remember back in the day, it was a big thing about. Uh, men used to go to Brazil. Oh yeah, to like have sex with you know those women over there. Mm-hmm. Man, like that's what they do on these islands because these people they don't have money, they don't have the resources. So it's like the men basically to me the thirst that those men had was basically like prostitution because that's what see in that same episode they talked about the black men or the Africans on the Ivory Coast and the white women coming there and then they talked about in Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic the gay population or people coming down there and buying sex um especially gay white men and they were coming down there to buy little boys basically so it was mm-hmm. just discussing like the world of sex and the age limit because Dominican, you go look at Dominican Republic, you ain't got no money. And the man, one guy mm-hmm. was saying he was, I think he was 14 and he was saying he slept with men before. And I was like, well, are you gay? And he was like, no, but I do what I got to do to feed my family. So, I mean, I've seen it on all aspects of it. So it ain't just white women, nigga, but it just... It was hey, like they were aggressive, like they originators were, of sneak. <laughs> it was aggressive, like they was trying to do something. Because I had a conversation with a girl from DC. I don't want her to say her name, but she said she's gonna listen. So shout out to you. Um, we were saying how like they so aggressive with it. It's like, do they want to rob you? Do they want to kill you? Like, what else do you want? Like, 
you trying to fuck me like it's life or death situations. And it was just, it was uncomfortable to the point where it was like, we didn't want to leave the resort late because it's like, shit, somebody might try to sneak fuck me and I don't want to get sneak fucked. So, right. And it's some bullshit because, like, that's the thing. Like, you want to, some people want to experience the island, yep. you know, in its entirety, but you can't because you getting fucking harassed. By the locals? Like, come on, bro. Bro, we got to the port to where... Oh, so I saw a live volcano, y'all. Um, I had a sofa bath, and I saw a waterfall. And I also went to the Cocoa Chocolate um, Plantation, because y'all know me and Cookies are in a love affair. So, wow. I thought you were talking about, like, some weed or some coke or some... Wow, go ahead. No, chocolate, nigga. Chocolate. I just went to a chocolate <laughs> plantation. That's all they got. What is up with you today? Uh, What's up with you? Like, you sneak fucking... You blamed it on white women. Now you're talking about weed or I didn't blame it on You're talking about weed or coke. You blamed it on them from you and your vice I show. I just said I saw an episode on watching. Vice some white women do it. Then you completely took it to your SEMO days when you sneak fucking and got on the wrong bus. Just, you know, it's... Oh, um, I got on the right bus. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I'm not going to deal with you right now. <laughs> I'm not even going to deal with you like that. Um, so next up, I want to talk about knowing who to travel with. So we, we observed a situation with two young ladies, right? We we're at celebrate, we had Dana birthday party, birthday dinner, and we doing a video. The girl from DC was there with us and we basically in the middle of taping it. So I always sit somewhere where I can see everything, right? So I can see everybody moving. Now, it was like 19 people birthday in this motherfucker one night. Everybody went to this one particular restaurant. So let me find out y'all went on a on an old lady's birthday trip. No, it was like one dude. It was a guy birthday. Then it was Hispanic man birthday. Then it was a white man birthday. Then it was like three or four black girls birthdays. But they all came out and was like singing happy birthday or whatever. But. Anyway, so the Duke, the girls were sitting there together, and I could see them, and it kind of looked like they was arguing with the waiter. So as I'm looking at it, Dana see me being nosy, so Dana kind of looking. She's like, are they arguing with the waiter? I'm like, I don't know. So then the waiter walks away, and the friend gets up. These are two friends that we saw together the entire time. The friend gets up, throws the napkins in her friend's face, calls her a basic bitch, Gets up, walks out the rest, like storms out the restaurant. This shit was like some shit off of Love and Hip Hop. As she's walking out the restaurant, she ends up going out the wrong door, comes back, looks at her friend and says, you boring ass basic bitch again and walks out. So at this point, like we finished eating, like we try to act like we don't see it. Some other black girls that was at another table gets up and like make fun of it, which was completely inappropriate. But then it came time for us to leave. So I, I decided to stop and just be like, you know, I hope you have a better birthday and I hope everything works out for you. Because I felt really bad for her because she was sitting at the table basically by herself. And the girl is basically going to break her tears. And she's like, um, they were arguing over differences of what they should do uh, for the trip. And she was basically saying like how good of a time she was having. And her other, her friend was basically saying like she was boring. One, this this says two things for me. One, you have to watch who you travel with. Like, just because somebody is your friend mm. and you cool with them doesn't necessarily mean you need to travel with them. I've had plenty of people tell me that we should go on the trip. I know who I can travel with. Like, my friends know how <laughs> I travel. Like, I've been on trips before where I shouldn't have went with a person 
and it didn't damn near turn to blows before. So you have to watch you travel with. Like if you just a chill person, you need to travel with other chill people. If you a turn up queen, travel with other turn up people because that's not for everybody. Everybody has their own style of traveling, but just going out of town with a person because they had enough money doesn't necessarily mean that it's just going to be the best trip. So that's one. Two, I have never in my fucking life had a friend talk to me like that. Not in public, not in private, none of that. The whole text message, nothing, nothing, bro. To where it was like, and on her birthday, like it was just so fucked up, but it shows like, and she was more so like willing to forgive her. And she's like, we talking now we trying to figure it out, but she was upset. But it was like, can you get past that? Like, bitch, you didn't got up with your napkin at me and called me a basic bitch. Like I'm ready to throw blows. Like, to, I don't see nothing. Like at this point, I see Reg and the whole cans are off. Yeah, cause you're you're being disrespectful and you're being rude. Yeah, like that's the part that I don't like. I don't like, and it's a public. And you know, I'm like as much as I talk to y'all and tell y'all about stuff, I don't do stuff in public. Like I don't do the whole dramatic thing in public. See, I don't do that. You get what you give with me. You you want to do it in public? you call the motherfucking circus because I'm about to clown like and I think that's why people don't try me in public because I gives no fucks at wherever you whatever you decide to show your ass that's exactly where I'm going to correct you Mm, like no I have no fucking problem with doing that but it was just like as your your friend like who uses words like that with a friend and then think we're able to come you couldn't come back to a room with me Cause bitch, you better not go to sleep. Cause I'ma smother your ass. I got you. Like don't <laughs> the fuck. Like how did you think that that shit was okay? Bitch, I'll put baby boy all all over this floor and beat your ass as soon as you walk back in this room. They did that on just this Christmas. Yeah, but, but you ain't going to sleep. Like don't play with me, bro. But that's the th- that's the other thing. I wouldn't want to go to sleep. Like how do you go to sleep with that much air in the room? Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. We thousands of miles away from home. It ain't no beefing. It ain't no drama. Like, fuck you mean? So one of my things was, I felt like when you go out of town with your friend and it's their birthday or their thing, do you feel like they have control over the trip? Or since you paid your money as well, should you be able to give input on what you feel like you want to do over the trip? I'm, no. Only because, like... No, you shouldn't give input or know what. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a horrible person to ask for this. Because on one hand, for my 30th birthday, you, I, you and me and Michelle went out. But I didn't really have a plan. I just wanted to be away. I just wanted to enjoy my birthday. You were more of a planner. She's more of a let's do this, do that. And I feel like I just like to eat. I just want to go places and eat. That's all I want to do. <laughs> it's the only thing that I had planned... And you know that about me. Like, I'm always like, where are we going? Where are we going to eat? Let's go to a restaurant. That's the main objective that I do when I'm away. So, but I do. One thing I can say with traveling with Shatara, I like that we we have like a plan. We have an itinerary. And it's not real strict. But like the last trip, yeah, we had to be up early and do stuff. But that's only because of the location of our home. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, we do stay places that are close. So it's not like a a regimen, you know. 
not like a drill sergeant, but like when I've traveled with my other friends, it has been like, just kind of, okay, we're going to do this on this day. Let's do this. Let's do that. So it's like, but let me, and I would, let me just say this, me and my friends are grown. Like we turn up, but it's always like a planned turn up day. Mm-hmm. Like the whole trip ain't Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We not just fall out drunk type shit. It's never that. It's it's never been that. Because we so, old bitches, nigga, take time to recover. We ain't 21. Yeah, no. like. Now, Vegas, that was every night. But we ain't there no more. We yeah, like, no. And so the trip that I actually put together, I just was, like, paying for it. Like, I, I didn't have an itinerary. I didn't care what we did. And we just kind of winged it. And that's that's okay for me. But. I I know I I don't feel like I need to be in control. Most of my friends are more of the planners. I'm a more of a pay con- for convenience type person. Just get me there. That's it. Yeah, I think like I feel my my approach to it is when it's my birthday. Yeah, I know I'm very clear and very decisive about what the fuck I want to happen. So yeah. I know what I want, so I can make that happen over a span of three to five days. But within that span of three to five days, for example, when we went to Napa Valley, I knew I wanted to do the safari. So we did the safari earlier that day, kind of like midday, maybe 10 to three or something. So we had Mm -hmm. from four until, you know, later to figure out anything else that anybody wanted to do because you are paying to go on the trip. And I feel like you should be able to do something to see something that we all should be able to enjoy, or you might just be able to enjoy and we can be there and to accompany you as well. But at the same time, I'm not going on anybody else's trip and being like, no, you're not going to do this for your birthday. Or I want to do this for your birthday. Or I did blah, 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 blah. I kind of take when it's my friend's birthday, especially when I know who they are. Um, like prime example, Dana, Dana's very chill. Dana's very go with the flow. Like legit Dana be like, that's cool. Like, that's all right. That's cool. So in those situations, I pry and get like what I know she wanted to do, which was definitely see the waterfall and see the volcano. And I make that happen. Other than that, Dana doesn't really give a fuck. So it's like, that's when I can step up and kind of be like, let's try this. Let's try that. Cause I have to force her to come out of her comfort zone too sometimes. But, um, that's when I'm like, hey, let's try this. Let's see if we can do this and let's see if we die situation. So I do push those, but it depends on the person that you go out of town with and what Because you they know, like, I'm not doing nothing. I'll do stuff that I'm willing, like, that's one thing about me. I'm willing to die for your birthday, but for my birthday, I don't want to die. I just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, you're not always willing to die for my birthday. So, but you, you go, you attend and you root from the sidelines. I'm not even going to bust her out right now, but I have a kayaking story out that is absolutely fucking hilarious. And my friend was terrified and I couldn't save her cause I couldn't stop laughing. So I, I had to, so I'm gonna just give y'all, I have, I'm a, I have a fear of heights and I have a fear of large bodies of water, but if y'all see me at a pool party, don't ask no motherfucking questions because it's drinks. But if it ain't no drinks involved, oh, shit. I started hyperventilating. Literally started and hyperventilating and going to a full blown panic attack. Let's put that in there. Yes. Like, I freaked the fuck out. And fast forward. Where, where was that? I don't remember when it was. 
What year was that? It was a couple years back. I don't. I was living in yeah. St. Louis, so it had to be past yeah. it was six years ago. ago. Yeah, it was hell of a minute. So, fast forward <laughs> to I want my baby to be in swim classes, all this stuff like that. Y'all. Oh, my God. I get him changed. Mind you, it's a pool. Kitty pool. <laughs> I get in the water. And RJ's very active. He's always been act- like up until I had him, he was moving in my stomach. He's always been active. We get in that water, y'all. He started flipping around like a fish, enjoying himself. I'm like, like I'm freaking out because I'm like, I, I, like all that kayaking shit came back. Okay, like, wait, yeah. Let me tell you my kayaking story real quick. I'm sorry for that because <laughs> this shit is hilarious. <laughs> So I started doing this thing to where we had to try something new in St. Louis at least once a month because we all had got like real busy and all of us was like in love and all of that shit. So we weren't seeing each other as much as we normally did. So I was like, all right, we go have a friend day, end of the month, whatever, do different things. So my cousin was telling me about how we can go kayaking at Creepcore Lake. I'm like, okay, cool. So at first I was like, I got Dana on board because I knew Dana was going. Um, my cousin was going. I was there. Did anybody else go? No. Okay, so it was just us. So I'm like, I should. It was just us ready to die. So I'm like, yeah. should I ask Jill? Because I know Jill going to be kind of. And I'm like, fucking, I asked Jill. So I asked Jill. You know how you ask somebody because you know they're going to say no, but you just want to make sure you put it out there and you ask them. So I asked this motherfucker. She was like, yeah, I want to do it. So at first, this is the thing. I say to her, like, Jill, it's outside. You know, like, you want to go outside? And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, you want to kayak? So I'm giving her, like, all of these outs up until. The day that we actually go kayaking. Pull up. I said, I'll pick you up. Pull up to her house. I'm like, you sure you want to go? Jill's like, yeah. I'm like, you sure you're not scared? Jill's like, no, I ain't scared. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So we're driving out the <laughs> crew court. I'm driving out the crew for lake. She doing all of this chatting, talking, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. She having a good time. She sees the lake and she kind of gets quiet. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, she getting quiet. This motherfucker finna die. So um, I'm like, you good? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So we go down there. We pay the money. We rent the kayak. So I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. She's still like with the shits. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So I'm like, okay. So they push my cousin out. She out there. She rolling back. They push Dane out. She out there. She rolling back. They push me out. I'm out there. I'm rolling back. Keep in mind, my cousin is a shrink. So they push me back. I'm out there. So... We see the lady get in the water and she pushes Jill. <laughs> the lady goes to let go and Jill goes into a full blown fucking panic attack. Y'all. Jill goes. I saw that large. When we were driving up, I saw that large body of water and it was like, doom, 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 doom. And I was like, I can't turn back now. I can't sit in my car because they going to know I'm scared. So she, the lady let me go. She said, please don't let me go. She yells this at the top of her Because I'm just like kayaking in circles waiting on Jill. Yeah, so, like they like acting like this not like uh, they finna die. So like, I look up when she yells and I'm looking at her. And I was like, at first I thought she was playing. So I was like, is she playing around? I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, get me out of here now. Please don't let me go. Please don't let me go. So I'm trying to say like, Jill, calm down. But she's freaking out so bad that I'm laughing. So my cousin goes into full-blown shrink mode and is like, what are you feeling? And what are you thinking about? So as my cousin is trying to do this, 
it's a little boy on a paddle board, right? So, you know, you stand up on a surfboard and you have the oar to paddle back and forth. He on a paddleboard damn near like a couple of feet out away from Jill and he just paddling. This motherfucker looks at Jill and says, don't be afraid. Like just a little white boy with brown hair. I'll never forget this. Don't be afraid. It's not even that deep. If you flip over, you can just stand up. Yeah, Jill turns around and tells us the boy, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up talking to me. <laughs> Who asked you, little boy? That's what she said. She said, who the fuck asked you? Where your parents? <laughs> Don't you? Why are you talking to strangers? Shouldn't you be scared of black people? Get on somewhere. Move around. She is having a full-blown fucking fit. I couldn't help her. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, <laughs> I saw that body of water, and I lost it. Like, I went <laughs> ape shit like I can still see that body of water in my head right now like and it, I had the same feeling when I took him to the swim class I and like I'm going on a cruise in August and I don't even care I'm doing all the shit like I'm telling y'all and you, you talking about a freak at a pool out party, with that like the a cruise is real because you literally like look on it's just like oh so that's just it just blue okay all right oh bro i'm gonna be on so many <laughs> like, just get, what, get whatever happy pills you need because you're going to need them <laughs> so bro like i'm telling y'all but saying that to say like live your best life that's but that's why i was like i was not going to not going I, I wasn't not going like it sounded like fun and I want to try it like I just don't want to ever because you know how people be like I have I just had somebody two weeks ago I think at the comedy club tell me that they've never been on an airplane yeah like that's wild to me like I'm sitting here talking to my best friend about her going to a volcano but a couple weeks ago I just had somebody tell me they've never been on a plane before my nigga yeah. Like, From the north side to the volcano, got in the sulfur mineral bath, took pictures and everything. Got in the waterfall, was under that motherfucker. That water was cold as a bitch, but still got in there. Went snorkeling, was looking at the little yellow fishies and shit. So, yeah. So you saw Nemo and shit. Yeah, I thought Nemo was orange. She not yellow, is he? I don't know. My kid don't watch movies. Oh. Who knows? Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> let me get into my classes and session because it's kind of long. Um, it's from the Daily Stoic, Daily Stoic, and it's for April 8th, and it's called The Cost of Accepting Counterfeits. I read the Daily Stoic, um, Stoic, 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 whatever it is, um, every day, and I think it just brings a different perspective on life. So it gives you something to think about is what I like about it. So here we go. April 8th, the, the cost of accepting counterfeits. When it comes to money, where we feel our clearest entrance. We have an entire art where the testers use many means to discover the worth. Just as given great attention to judging things that might steer us bad. But when it comes to our own ruling principle, we yawn and doze off, accepting any appearance that flashes by without counting the costs that's from epic discourse it's one of his books or whatever he's an old philosopher 
So the breakdown mm-hmm. for this says, when coins were worked much more than rudimentary, people had um, to spend a lot of time testing them to confirm the currency they just received was genuine. The Greek word meaning to assay or check the quality of one mineral Merchants were often skilled enough that they could test coinage by throwing it against a hard surface and listening to the note that it rang. Even today, though, if we were to hand you a $100 bill, you might rub it between your fingers and hold it up to the light just to confirm it wasn't fake. All this is an imaginary currency, an invention of society. The point of this metaphor is to highlight how much we put into making money is making sure money is real. Whereas we accept potential life-changing thoughts or assumptions (laughs) without so much of a question. One ironic assumption along the lines that having a lot of money makes you wealthy or that because a lot of people believe something, it must be true. Really, we should be testing these notions as vigilant as money changers. For example, um, according to the great philosopher, he reminds us the first and greatest task of a philosopher is to test and separate appearances and to act on nothing that is not untested. I feel like I should snap my finger. Well, you know, I'll be out here, bro. I like that because it's like in the age of social media, we believe everything that we told, you know, and we believe everything yeah. is great. And I posted like really fabulous pictures, but it was like at the same time, that was an interesting place that I've been. That was probably the most interesting island I've been to and and the place that I wouldn't even go back. So the point that I'm making for this week is don't always believe the hype. Always test what somebody say to you and don't believe um, everything that people tell you. So when it says only believe half of what you hear and a quarter of what you see. Or something like that. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Check your shit. Fact check. Don't let nobody just tell you no bullshit. One thing that, uh, it's funny because <laughs> this was in Players Club, but I've had professors tell me this after studying journalism only believe your own information. And unfortunately, like, that's why in college you know like I just think back to like when you do papers you have to cite your sources and all that stupid shit because people be lying about stuff like you just can't some stuff you google everything you google you know how many jokes people have about WebMD how that shit don't be real and how everything is linked to cancer and da 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 you can literally look up any fucking topic online and make a case for it Mm -hmm. you know so you just can't sit up and believe any fucking thing that you hear, right. especially social media. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to close this out with a misfit moment. Moment. Um, if you are looking for a sugar daddy, this is one of the DMs that I got. This is the DM of the week. It's from... Uh, <laughs> you remember, remember I sent you this one? <laughs> this motherfucker name is Bradley Andrews, two underscores at the end. He says, hey, how are you doing? Just a few brief looks at your profile and I felt like dropping a message. I'm sorry if this seems wayward of me, but there wouldn't be a better way of starting a conversation with a cute girl like you. I'm Bradley. Hopefully it's nice to to know. (laughs) 
It's nice to know a little more about you. I am a simple man who is looking for a loyal sugar girl to spoil. Silly with money, love, and affection. I'm willing to take good care of you by giving you a weekly allowance of $400 and clear all your credit card debt. That was my weekly DM. I did not respond because I'm pretty sure that's spam. But if y'all looking for a sugar daddy, go see Bradley Andrews, two underscores, got something for ya. Um, so you didn't respond? Fuck nah, bro. That's probably a computer virus or something. As soon as I respond, he gonna steal all my passwords and then run up my credit cards or some crazy shit. Nobody doing this shit, bro. No, nigga. Well, there goes our big, big win. <laughs> There's some money for the podcast next month. Shit. Right. <laughs> no, nigga. There goes another All right, week. so we do not have a question of the week because I have not checked them. But as always, if you want to send us a question of the week... <laughs> Please oh email your questions to axelbatchicmisfit at gmail.com or you can DM us on the podcast or our personal pages because obviously we check them for tomfoolery. So we have come to a close, y'all. Thanks for listening to our bull crap. Um, I don't know. What's up, Jill? What do you have? Next week, I'm going to give y'all a, a synopsis of my uh, trip to the Lake of the Ozarks with RJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bullshitting. I'm not like, going to be with that kid for a long time. So, <laughs> um, thank y'all for listening. Make sure you listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, and many more. Make sure you rate, subscribe, like, and comment. Um, follow us. Follow us on Twitter. And Twitter is at Bad Chick Misfit. Follow us on IG at Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. As always, I am Shatara Shade. I am Jill Laville. And thanks for listening to Bad Chick Misfit the Podcast. Bye. Hello.